had a, a good couple of like warm intros on this and then people keep swearing or Dylan keeps burping so I guess this will just yeah whatever anyway welcome to episode 156 uh, Adam is not here which is why I Cliff am talking uh, but that's okay he's uh, he's taking care of his dog and some other stuff and that's alright he might be here next weekend who knows uh, joining me today I have Dylan yes also or known as Brave Amplitude. Brave Amplitude. And Colby is back. Also known as Eduardo. I, I'm kind of worried about that because I'm afraid I will confuse you with Eddie. Like our listener, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. I, I is that going to be a problem? You, probably not. I mean, he's probably actually going by like some sort of like Eddie El guacamole <laughs> this week. So anyway, we're going to talk about a bunch of news. Like this is a super, super heavy news week. We have all of the... Um, so much stuff that came out of XO19 or X019 or... Kisses and Hugs 19. Kisses and Hugs 19, whatever we want to call that. Um, apparently Bioware is actually making a new Mass Effect game, which is pretty cool. And they're also working on Anthem still in ways that I guess... I guess I was a little bit surprised about. Uh, Google Stadia is out and initial reviews are that it's eh, it's okay. Um, the it's Game Award... Yeah, it's games. <laughs> they stream... Uh, the Game Awards were announced this week. There's a little bit of controversy that I think is stupid. Um, there is a third Half-Life game coming out. It is, in fact, not Half-Life 3. And um, apparently the new Pokemon game is Breaking Roku's, which I think is super weird. So we'll talk about that. I don't even that. know what that means. It's, it's actually kind of interesting in a, in a strange sort of way. So uh, we also excited. have questions... Uh, from Prince of Pringles, who was Eddie like six weeks ago, but we finally have three people in the podcast, so we're going to do his question regardless of what his name is. Uh, question from Joel Coleslaw. Uh, question, what did you want your name to be, Cole? Um, Ego? No, it was uh, Yuklub. Yuklub. <laughs> so anyway, my... there's a, a question from Colby and his alias. A uh, question from Mr. Plight, and of course a question from Vinny. We'll talk about some cheap free games, and I threw something into Small Bites, so we'll see... How long we go, and maybe we'll talk about that. I think that's a. I think that is something that Dylan's wife will have an opinion on. So maybe we'll bring her in. Oh yeah. So maybe. real quick, not to bust in the news, but uh, did you also hear about it possibly deleting SD cards as well, Pokemon? Ooh, no. I heard something. Apparently, it has something to do with if you've got your SD card as FAT32 versus the other one. And it may also be only if you have a modded switch. Huh. So good. Yeah. Mm. I wish my switch was modded. Yeah. No, I had not heard that, but uh, that sucks. (laughs) If you have a modded switch and you uh, have formatted your SD card wrong, maybe don't do anything. Yeah, that could be dangerous. I don't feel sorry for you at all. Ah, Man, but modded hardware is so dope, Dylan. It really is Yeah, but you're asking for... Your stuff to get deleted when you play Pokemon. Like, that's the kind of stuff that can happen, right? That's fair. That's fair. So that's fair. I can't feel any sympathy for you. Yeah, I can get behind that. All right, uh, why don't we start it with what you are playing? How about you uh, How about you kick that off, Dylan? Pokemon. To did it delete your SD card? <laughs> it did not. Um, I actually did it screw with have... your Roku? <laughs> no, I actually don't have an SD card in my Switch Lite, which is the only thing I've been playing Pokemon on. So I'm completely free and clear because there's absolutely no data on this machine that's not Pokemon. What uh, what size hard drive do those have, the lights? They're the same. 
the th- yeah, is 32, it 32? gigs. Oh, so I was going to ask, what size do I, switches I, I have? I think, yeah. Um, I will probably get an SD card in it at some point. Um, but my review of the Switch Lite is it's fantastic, and my review of Pokemon is it's also fantastic. Um, That's not what the internet told me. <laughs> yeah, the, the internet, internet told is, me it was garbage. I don't even I don't even understand. Like I don't even know where the where the problem comes from. I don't know. Nor have I really cared to read people's opinions on the internet because I do things that I enjoy doing. Um, that is not one of them. Um, well, see, oddly enough, I enjoy doing things that um, like make you lonely angry. people in their basement put up on YouTube. Um, that's that's how I learn what I should enjoy and what I should not enjoy. <laughs> okay, so we stopped recording for a little while. Um, well, or more appropriately, Colby got out of sync, so I pressed the stop button, and I swear to God, I pressed the, the start button. I, apparently, I did not. We just talked for a long time about Hey, Cliff, things. would you say that you enjoy your Hori controls for your Switch? I would. In fact, I mean, as we had previously discussed, I, I don't know if I want to call it a Hori controller because that doesn't sound right, but it's H-O-R-I. I don't know what else you'd call it. Um, sounds like yeah, something it's... you'd hear one of the people on, like, uh, the Jersey Shore call someone. Right. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, anyway, yeah, no, it's it's a really cool controller. It looks like you took an Xbox controller and literally cut it in half and then, like, attached that somehow to the sides of your, your Switch. Um, it makes your Switch probably two inches wider, but it's really comfortable to hold. Um, the buttons are, are quite a bit bigger than the buttons on the Joy-Cons. So, I mean, they're kind of like a... They're they're not probably as big as the buttons on an Xbox controller, but they're pretty close. Um, it just makes playing any game in 3D where you have that, that controller, uh, where you use that right thumbstick a lot, a, a lot easier. It... Uh, and it's just got some some cool features. It has a like a rapid fire button, I guess, if you're playing probably I don't know, a shmup, maybe. <laughs> um and it does have an extra button on the back of both sides of the controllers, like a paddle button that you can assign to be, you know, a jump button or uh, or what have you. So it's uh it's like fifty bucks you can get on Amazon. It's the uh it's the controller specifically made, I believe, for Damon X Machina. So it's it's licensed, it's cool. Um I'm actually really I'm really pleased with the number of third-party licensed um, hardware controllers that are coming out for the Switch, especially because the like the the Pro controller is outlandishly expensive. But like you can get third-party licensed um, Pro controllers now for like thirty-five bucks, which is nice. Have so. you seen the Pokemon Pro controllers? They're pretty great. I think Adam. No, Adam has the. I forgot. Adam got the uh, the Pokemon branded. Switch Lite. He ordered that one. So, but did not so get did Pokemon. I. Did you? Oh, very fancy. Unlike you, though, Adam didn't also buy Pokemon, which I think is really weird. <laughs> like he bought the he well, pre-ordered yeah, he... the the Switch Lite with Pokemon, but did not get the game. So he did get it since, though. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, and he <laughs> is enjoying it. That's funny. <laughs> anyway. um... I don't know. That was twenty minutes of my life. I guess we'll <laughs> never, never get back. Unlike the Nixon Library, I don't record everything I say. So, Actually, that's not true. I have my audio from that time. <laughs> you guys can just comment on it. Anyway, uh, have you been playing anything besides Pokemon, Dylan? Or are you just a, a Pokemon kind of guy? No, I put a probably 
16 hours in so far. Nice. Which also means I've held the Switch Lite for approximately 16 hours or so since Friday when Pokemon came out. Yeah. So um, you definitely can lay in bed for four hours at a time with a Switch Lite and you won't feel the same way you did when you held the the regular switch which is pretty cool um yeah for about 30 minutes with the regular switch like my hand cramps up so uh-huh. that's that's nice yeah does so yours it's... too no yeah. my, mine's just it get feels way too heavy yeah, yeah. i feel more fatigue than cramp yeah. um yeah i kind of just try to hold it kind of loose because it's not like i'm usually like navigating anything super challenging it's more slower paced games and i'll just try to sure. hold it light but it does it feels heavy over time yeah um and yep. the switch light definitely doesn't feel that way um, that's awesome so i'm i think it was a valuable purchase because i kind of went out on a limb and was like i'll just try it and it's it's working out though so awesome very cool all right uh i think colby and i played almost the exact same games because i don't know we played together for like eight hours on the weekend so it makes sense uh but you said you played one that we did not play together i did nice it Which is one? called um mahjong stories vampire romance because i'm Whoa. gonna go ahead and guess because of my um upbringing with shareware i love mahjong games yeah um, i can get behind mahjong and this one was on sale on Switch for like two bucks. And I was kind of wondering how you meld a gothic horror game and Mahjong. And the answer is not well. Uh, <laughs> you don't. You don't. It's, it does neither very well, but it's still Mahjong. And I enjoy that. So I've been playing that at nights instead of like good games, I guess. Why? But I don't know because... I get in bed and I'm like, I'm tired. I don't want to start my Xbox. I'll play Mahjong for 10 minutes. And then like 45 minutes later, I'm like, I should have played a real game. (laughs) See, I've had this conversation too many times with people this week related to different things, whether it be music or food or something. And I use the, why would I have mushroom casserole when I could have brownies? Brownies will always be better. You know, I casserole in the trash. I think you should also, I mean, I think you have to caveat that with that specifically. Like, I mean, I would say, like, why watch a crappy movie when there are good movies to watch? But, I also like, feel that way. You know, Dylan, you have the metabolism of, like, I don't know, 14 horses. Some of us can't eat brownies every day. Right, but I you, mean, you, but bad games don't metabolize the same way. So. I was just saying your 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 example was weird. I mean, it also, is a, is it's mushroom not a perfect cas- example, but... Is mushroom casserole a thing? I don't know, but I would never eat it. No, <laughs> So it doesn't matter if it's a thing or not. I mean, Shepherd's also... Shepherd's pie there. I know ugh. how you feel about that. Ugh. See, just eat brownies. You're never going to have shepherd's pie. You're just going to eat brownies. That's a good idea. I, I will say I do not like shepherd's pie, but the Blake shepherd's pie that is in the frozen section is actually pretty decent. See, I've heard the shepherd's pie you both are probably familiar with is pretty awful, though. And I yeah. think I've had shepherd's pie that doesn't really fit the same description. So, um, I mean, like, shepherd's pie, as long as it's just mashed potatoes, cheese, and ground beef, I'm good with. Yeah. Right. Yeah, my mom puts it's... green beans in ours, and it ugh, wasn't good. It seems like there was sauce, too. 
Yeah, well, it was kind of a saucy green yeah. bean hamburger yeah. mix. It was gross. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I want to ask, so like, how, how does this game work? Call you play a Mahjong puzzle and then you romance a vampire. So, so I, like, I didn't honestly know the name until just now when I looked it up, I'm like, wait, vampire romance. What? The, I haven't even seen a vampire in this game. What? Um, <laughs> no, literally I have not seen a vampire. You like start out and you're, you're going into like a cemetery, I guess. And you're stopped by like a, like ghost crypt keeper who's like you know like no you can't go any further and then you play a mahjong puzzle and then you beat that and he's like i i'm warning you one more step and and you'll be sucked into the underworld or something and then you play another mahjong puzzle and then he's like don't don't say i didn't warn you and then there's a mahjong puzzle and then when you beat that one you go inside and you're greeted by like a zombie who basically does the exact same thing where he's, you know, like, hey, this is going to happen. Here's a Mahjong puzzle. And then, like, the Mahjong puzzles are are um, themed, I would guess. The tiles are themed, so they're supposed to be, like, spooky. But, I don't know, they're like a three-year-old's idea of spooky. So it's like, here's a skull. Here's an axe. Here's a machete. And here's a bat. I'm like, this doesn't really fit in with the theme of the game but mahjong well and keep I, playing and let us know if you get to romance a vampire i i, I, I am i'm imagining Great. this not as a game but as like a book you would pick up in the young adult section it's just twilight but every like five pages is a crossword puzzle and you just do it and then you flip the page solve the sudoku it's like you could do one or the other you could just have a book or a crossword puzzle book we don't have to have both of them together it the 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 cover art is about what you'd imagine (laughs) and that's about the art in all of the things is that all of the people look vaguely like that two bucks you Um, say yeah, it was two bucks. So <laughs> it's like, right. oh, two bucks. <laughs> I, I I do, do love not deals. have. I, I do love deals, but I do not have a soft spot spot in my heart for mahjong. I don't even know how to play mahjong, honestly. Like I played it years ago. <sighs> now that you thing. show me that, I definitely kind of want to play it because it, mahjong is pretty it, great. It's just and like, it's, oh, here's a raven, and here's another raven, and I click on that, and it goes away, and that makes tiles it, underneath it playable. It's very, oh. it's very zen. Yeah, I can get behind that, I guess. All right, um, that's weird. Call. Are are you also playing After Party? No. Well, I played it for a, a few minutes. I yeah, and I didn't enjoy it. Oh, really? Uh, well, it's it's more that like it was just not the game I wanted to play at the moment. No, there was fair. a lot of talking and oh I yeah, was I mean not paying attention, and there was a three year old probably yelling about pooping in the background or something yeah that's my life now that's why you shouldn't have a three-year-old that's why you shouldn't have a three-year-old who's yeah just wait until potty trained yeah just wait until they're four um yeah no so i started playing after party it's the newest game from um night school studios i think it's uh the folks who made oxen free which is probably in my top three games of all time um and this one is the story of two kids who are best friends. They're they're just graduating from college, and 
um, somehow end up dead. And I'm not actually far enough into the game to find out how they died because they keep asking and no one will tell them. Uh, but they end up in hell. And they, like, some demons kind of play kind of a prank on them. And then they get, like, sorted into their, like, everyone in hell apparently gets their own personal demon. Um, and then I stopped playing. So I've only played like the first mm, 20 minutes of it or so. I was actually really excited to play about it. My kid was really excited to play about it too, because he's been watching the, the trailers and I like oxen free is it's a little spooky, but it, there's nothing content wise that probably would stop a, you know, 12 year old from watching me play this game. Um, after party, that is also not true about, it has a, a lot of, of the cursing and, um, says uh, a, a lot of content things that, I kind of wish my kid hadn't watched happen. <laughs> so, hey, <laughs> I, I, I was going to say like cursing, like he's been around me and you. So I don't yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. going to be the, it was not the F bombs. It was, there's a, there's a, there's a large amount of, shall we say sexual humor in that game that, uh, if he had been a little more aware of what they were like, he's probably young enough for it to go over his head. But uh, <laughs> every time it happens, I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> so after party looks like it's gonna be good. I just need to, to get some time to actually play it. So we'll we'll come back to that. I'm sure it's gorgeous though, super pretty, um, really really fun. The writing's really clever and funny. So um, I'm sure I'll play it, it and oxen free at some point they're just oxen free is so good. I they're love just kind of games free. that I need to be in the right heads, not headspace, but just like. That's what I want to play. Absolutely. I mean, they're both essentially just narrative adventure games. So there's no, there's not a lot of action. There's not a lot going on. It's really just reading things and then every once in a while making your character do something. So you have to, you have to be into that kind of thing. Um, Remnant from the Ashes is, I think, the exact opposite of that game. Uh huh. Yeah. Colby and I started playing this this week. It's a brand new game that just got onto Game Pass. I'm going to say probably last week. Um, I think it dropped as part of all the XO19 yeah, stuff. It was the day after XO19 that it dropped. Yeah. Um, it's the way it was. Uh, it, this is a game that I'm actually really. I almost bought probably probably a month ago, and and I'm obviously glad I didn't because it's free now. And it's kind of described as Dark Souls, but with guns instead of swords. Um, like Destiny Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, and and that kind of holds up. It's it's a game where you we play Colby and I played it multiplayer and you I'm trying to think what the plot is do you do you remember what the plot I is I have at no all? idea if it has a plot I I actually played it um for about 3 hours um this weekend after we played together I started a new character sure. I still don't think there's a plot Yeah you you choose like you go in and you choose a character and, and each character has different um I was going to say abilities, but really just more different guns. So, like, I was playing a character that their primary weapon is a shotgun. You were playing, when we played together, your primary character had, a like, a rifle, I want to say. Rifle. Apparently, it doesn't matter in this game that anyone can do anything. Oh, like so this can, is what you start yeah. out with. Yeah. yeah. But then you, oh, no, that's actually, now that I remember, you, you're trying to, you're, you're a, it's very post-apocalyptic. And you're trying to get from, like, your village to this giant tower because you think inside this tower is going to have the answer to something. I, I remember that much of a plot. And you take a boat to try and get to it, and then you the boat crashes, and you end up in this, like, kind of abandoned city Town. that's in... Yeah, that's inhabited by some kind of people that have survived this apocalypse. And you help them restart their nuclear generator, and so they become kind of like your your town where you can 
they give you some quests and you can shop for new weapons and armor and that kind of stuff there. And then they just kind of send you off to, to do some other stuff. Um, and it's, it's hard. Like it's, it's actually quite hard. Um, Colby keeps showing us pictures of this terrible Mahjong game and it looks horrid. I mean, it's just like bad paintings, but anyway, it's, it's really, it's, it's difficult, but not like the problem I've always had with dark souls. I do not enjoy dark souls. And and the problem with it is, is that it's hard, but it's hard mostly because the game wants you to replay so much stuff every time you die, but also because, um, you, it always feels janky to me. It doesn't so, feel like dodging works. It doesn't feel like that stuff works. That's going to be into the next game we played. Yeah. Where, and that's why this game, I had a really good time playing it. I felt, yeah. uh, you know, it was very difficult, but it was also like when you died, it wasn't like, oh, crap, I hit that button and nothing happened or, you know, I went the wrong way that I know I wasn't hitting or my parry or dodge or whatever yeah. wasn't just timed right enough it was like oh yeah shouldn't have run into that well um, and and more it was like like the the first because you kind of go from like save point to save point sort of um mm-hmm. and we cleared the first save point pretty easy it wasn't it wasn't too hard and then the second save point wasn't too hard until we hit this kind of boss character and the boss character the the way we had to approach it kind of reminded me a lot of um was it the battle what was the destiny ones was it osiris where you had those like rounds of of bad guys you had to fight oh yeah 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 and and like that it was frustrating because you kept dying but it was like every time you did it you learned a little bit more and that's kind of how this was is we went in and like the first time we ran it and it just wiped i mean we it, they they just flat out murdered us and then the second time you're like oh well if i go here like i can i can defend myself against the the big bad guy enemy and the hordes of bad guys he releases a little faster and then you're like oh hey if i can get close enough to the bad guy like hitting with melee attacks does a ton of damage and i can't he's less likely to do his like ranged attack. And then Colby figured out that like every time he's going to do his ranged attack, you can hear this noise in the game. And so like, you just know when you hear that noise, you've got to start rolling out of the way. And you know, it probably took us eight or 10 tries, 15 tries, maybe tries (laughs) Um, to beat him. But it didn't feel like it was frustrating, but not like that. I'm going to throw my controller down and I'm sick of playing this frustrating. It was like like, I said, it it was frustrating, but it wasn't like, oh, that's like the game is kind of janky frustrating. Yeah, it was. I mean, sometimes the bad guys got a lucky shot and you died real fast, Mm -hmm. but it felt like you were making progress every time you moved forward. So, you know, it's definitely a game that I hope we play more of because I I thought it was I thought it was a lot of fun. And it's kind of interesting in that it's not procedurally generated. Um, It's there's like different. So I started playing a second character and my first level was completely different than the first level we played. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, It kind of generates the area. And from what I remember hearing is it like generates the area and then the separate areas you enter it kind of like randomizes those. Interesting. Um, apparently, like the boss we fought, you may play that game and never fight that boss. Oh, interesting. Huh. Um, yeah. That it, it's it's it chooses between two bosses in that specific instance that we went in, and you may fight one boss, and you know if you played that one time, 
or if you play it another time, you might get that boss, but you might get another one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, it's called Remnant from the Ashes, which is kind of a terrible name, um, honestly. It's bad. It's it's free on Game Pass for Xbox. So if you if you've got that, definitely check it out. And I I thought it was super fun co op. How did you feel about it single player? I enjoyed it. It it was kind of frustrating. Like things that were easy in co-op were way more difficult in single player i mean obviously but like there is one bad guy where he blocks everything from the front until he attacks and in co-op you would just get behind him and shoot him while he was you know coming at me and in single player you can't do that you have to like wait for them to attack and then shoot them like twice and roll out of the way before they attack and so it was a lot harder to do things like that um sometimes the the like hordes that come at you um, just would overwhelm you yeah. because there was just too many of them. But yeah. other than that, like it, it's definitely a game that I would like to continue playing single player cool. as well as co-op. So, well, we'll play some more on Saturday. Yeah. Cool. Um, the other game that we are both playing is uh Jedi fallen order, which is the, the new game from, um, relic. I want to say it's the same people who did, uh, Remedy. Titanfall. Titanfall, yeah. Remedy, now that I think about it. Um, I think... So, I, I am playing Jedi Fallen Order, and I am playing it on the story-level difficulty, which is very, very easy for the very most easy. part. Um, and I will say that even in easy, I am not... I do not feel very awesome about how i do things like i i think that the the it's a it is also a dark soul-esque kind of game or at least one of those games like i mean it's a it's a game where you have a stamina bar um in this case it just happens to be your force powers um and it's a game where that's really about there's also a stamina bar. There's a stamina bar oh, and a force bar. You're right. You're right. There's both. Um, it's a game about parrying. It's a game about dodge rolling out of the way. It's a game about letting your enemies attack you and you parrying that attack and you then you know looking for a weak point to attack them. And I don't think it controls well enough to be that game. Um, that that is my main like. Um dislike of those types of games yeah same it's it's, i i enjoy hard games i i like hard games i like games that you know that challenge me and you know that kind of thing but i don't like dying because i feel like it wasn't something i did it's just poor like controls or janky controls or so i started it on the mid level, because I think there's what there's five different there's difficulty four levels. levels. I think you started on normal and then dropped down to story. I no, I started it on the. I think I started it on the the third one, third one, and then very quickly dropped it down to the like second level, and then got to an end boss that like it it didn't feel like I was losing because. I was bad. Yeah. It felt like I was losing because I'm like, okay, well, I parry here, and I'm like, well, my parry didn't work. 
or well, I, I would parry and it would instantly turn around and do something where I'm like, well, I can't block that or I should be able to block that, but my block didn't work. Yeah. And I would just die. And so eventually I dropped it down to story mode. And my problem with story mode is I'm like, well, now this is just like, I mean, it is story, story mode. mode. And, and I mean, to tell you the difference between normal mode and story mode, which there's one, I mean, that's, you know, one degree of difficulty between those is I was finishing up um, the Outer Worlds when, when Colby started playing Jedi Fallen Order. And, but we're still talking to each other on, on you know, game chat. And he is, he's like, I hit this bad guy and I just can't beat him. And he's dying over and over and over and over and over again. And just getting more and more and more and more frustrated. And I'm like, man, this must be a, a big bad guy that he's trying to fight. And I started the game the next day. And he's like, have you, have you fought that something, something, something yet? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I just breezed through him. Like, he didn't even touch me. And he's like, that's the guy that, I, that killed yeah. me. 15 times yesterday <laughs> when when i dropped it down into story mode he literally didn't hit me yeah and i i've said that like i mean it feels like there should be a level between the first and the the story mode because for me story mode is really boring but the other one is just frustrating because i don't think that game handles very well no i don't I, think I, the controls are and I feel that way about a lot of those games is the controls are not what they need to be for a a game like that. Well, and I think that my guess, and I, I don't know because obviously I'm not watching you play it, but I know one thing that happens to me a lot when I'm playing those kind of games is I'm not very good at stamina management. And so I'll the reason I'm dying is not because my dodge isn't working or because my, my parry isn't working. It's because I've used all my stamina so it doesn't work. Like, it, yeah. it you know... I was having problems where it was, I, you know, was dodging and parrying on the first thing and it yeah. wasn't working. Like, I the just timing just seems vaguely bad. And I think that that's kind of how those games are supposed to be, uh-huh. too. Like, it's it's supposed to be that game it's, that crushes you 40 times until you, you absolutely, you know, they want you to die a lot because you need to know exactly what the timing of that move is supposed to be because you're going to be doing it over and over and over again. Well, and that's what I've heard about, like, Sekiro is that, yeah. like, oh, yeah, no, a lot of people, like, the timing's bad, but you've just got to learn the timing of that game. Yep. And I don't have time to relearn Absolutely. Timing of a game when I can just drop it into story mode and beat it and then go find a game where I don't have to relearn 37 years of gaming. Yeah. And that's exactly where I'm at, too. Like, and I'm enjoying it in story mode, and I think the story itself is actually pretty good. Um, and I probably play this kind of game in story mode more than you do, too. So, like, I'm absolutely fine with it being kind of whatever just so i can see a a good story and there are things about it that i absolutely love um you have a little robot friend who is literally the cutest robot friend i've ever seen in anything and i want one real bad um and the enemies are kind of interesting and the world's kind of interesting the story that they're telling you is is pretty good um It, it does have one of my like things I kind of hate in video games the most when like a stormtrooper will see you and go like, Hey, it's the Jedi. And then you walk out of their view and then you pop back and they're just standing there. Like they Aww. didn't just see the Jedi. They're yeah. just like, I'm sure it'll be fine. 
you know, one thing I will say is that I did notice um, when you're when you're setting your difficulty levels, it's actually kind of cool. It gives you like three sliders that show what adjusting your difficulty is. And one of those is like enemy aggression. So I wonder if you were mm-hmm. playing on one of the harder modes, oh, the higher, if they would yeah. chase you instead of yeah. forgetting that you were there. So um, it could the ob- be. I wish you could change those sliders. I wish it would just give you a customizable option on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, one before we finish talking about uh, Jedi Fallen Order, one thing I will say is that there it's buggy. Um, there are two very well known points in the game where you can you can jump somewhere where you shouldn't be able to jump, and once you do that, you have no option but to restart the game. Um, and one of them's fairly far into the game. Yeah, one of them's like fifty percent of the way through the game. So. If you're thinking about playing it, I would highly recommend looking those up. They're they're not very spoilery. Um, it it will all the articles I've read about it will just give you a this is where you are and this is what you're doing. You're on this world trying to get to here because you don't want to do one of those and and get stuck. Um, but uh, I, my kid was actually playing it last night and he hit a point about 20 minutes into the game where during this game has got those kind of god of war style cutscenes where you're in control of the game and then a kind of cutscene happens while inside that same scene and then it gives you back control of the game but there's a a kind of in-game cutscene for a little bit where he opened a door and your like your master comes through it and you fall backwards and the game is supposed to render a hallway that you fall backwards into and his game just didn't so he'd fall backwards and just fall through the world until he died and then he'd respawn and do it again and fall through the world until he died and i'm like well that's super weird and we started his game all the way over and and that fixed it but i mean he still still lost 20 minutes of gameplay plus you know the five times we retried it to see if it would fix it. So it's buggy. It's definitely a game you might want to, like, if you haven't bought it yet, maybe wait for a patch. It it, it probably wouldn't hurt to, to wait for a patch. So uh, anything else you guys played? Cool. Just, uh, just Mahjong. Just Mahjong. Uh, before we get into news, I think we should thank our patrons because they are lovely people. You can support this podcast by going to patreon.com slash bite me. You can get these episodes early. You can get stickers. And if you are at our $10 tier, we read your name every episode. So today we will read... Operator Jack, our good friend from Australia, Joe Cole Jr., John Tippins, Megan Phillips, Tom McDermott, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Kevin Schuld. Thank you guys so much for your support of this glorious podcast. If you're on another three episodes, Cole, you start getting uh, a portion of that. Awesome. It's absolutely not true. It's like a dollar. It's like, I mean... We don't even have a bank account set up for that money to go into, so <laughs> we use Patreon. This is all as a just sa- like a difficult, like some sort of weird money laundering scam, isn't it? Yep. We just use Patreon as like our own private bank account where we don't it's get like money, interest. It's, it's money limbo. <laughs> if we don't take the money out, we don't have to pay taxes on it. So, could you launder money through Patreon? Just like set up fake accounts? Absolutely, I'm sure you could. You'd lose five percent or so, but. I'm sure you could. You got some ideas? 
I mean, no, because I don't have any money to launder. <laughs> you don't is... have a bunch of dirty money that you need to launder. I don't, I don't have money clean or dirty, so. <laughs> ah, perfect. All right. Um, we've got a lot of this. Um, so, Dylan, why don't you get us in? News. That's We have a lot of it. Like, this week was was very, very newsy, I guess. Is that a word? I mean, I know it's like a Disney movie. Yeah. It's, newsy. It's star- stars Christian Bale. Christian Bale's in Newsies? Yeah. I huh. think so. It's pretty good. I hear they're they're doing a Broadway version of it right now that I hear is pretty good too. So, anyway, uh, tons of news this week out of London. I believe that's where XO nineteen was. Um, it was. There was a very good like if you haven't seen it, it's probably worth watching. Um, hour long. Um, what do you call those? Xbox Live, Xbox Insider, Insider. Xbox Insider. That sounds right. Inside that, Xbox. Inside Xbox. Something about Xbox and Inside, um, as I recall, that gave a ton of details. Um, did you guys... You, I know you watched it kind of with me, Dylan. I did see most of it. Yeah, we... I we think kept, I missed the end of it. We were trying so hard to watch it, it and but we were at work, unfortunately, and we just like kept getting pulled onto things. People kept coming to the office. It was very... I, there's no way, nice way to say, like, hey, I'm really busy watching video game conferences. Could you go away? But we tried real hard. A um, couple of the highlights. Um, Obsidian, the people who just put out The Outer Worlds, is making um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids the video game. Is that is that the right way to describe it? Why? From what I've seen, yes. Yeah, it's called Grounded. Um, it looks oh, cute. that was this game. Yeah, yeah, it looks... It, I mean, literally, I don't, I don't know why you're, you got shrunk, but you got shrunk. And so, like, all the hijinks from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids appear to ensue. So, I don't know. I would totally play a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids game. Is there one? No, but I would play it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you, you know, bring back, like, the people. I think that'd be pretty awesome. Do you think they can get Rick, Rick Moranis out of retirement? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I think the only person who can is like Martin Scorsese. I mean, he just got Joe Pesci out of retirement, so maybe, maybe he can get Rick Moranis. What if they figure out a way to like reanimate his wife and like when he come back for, for ouch? Yeah. Anyway, uh, she's been dead for like eighteen years, dude. Come on, right? Your kids are grown. Um, the actual quote Rick Moranis says is, "You know, I, I stopped acting to take care of my kids after his wife died because they couldn't do it." And then I found I didn't miss it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> bummer. Anyway, we also saw the first gameplay for Age of Empires 4, which is a game that I constantly look at and go like, man, I would love to play that game. And I absolutely don't actually want to play that game. I, I'm terrible <laughs> at them and whatever. Um, and kind of a surprise announcement, Final Fantasy 7 through 15 are coming to Game Pass over the next year, which is like... It's it seems a, like a pretty big get. It's a huge get, like an absolutely huge get. Um, I mean, it's kind of weird that they're all old, but those games mm. have been PlayStation exclusive except f- for 15 and maybe 15. 14. No, 14 is the MMO. I think not, you can play the yeah. MMO. Maybe. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I think for t- this is the first time it's going to be on Xbox as far as I know. Yeah, you might be right. That is like, I don't even know how that happened. Well, well, the weird thing is, I didn't even hear about this until I read the show notes. So, yeah. like, why this isn't slightly bigger news? I think it's only not because it's not yet. It's like they're all coming out next year. In, but like, I still think I would have heard something like I, that some people would have been like well, excited about it. And 
And and I mean to be to be honest, like the announcement during the show was kind of weird and it's not it's not their fault but the the guy from they brought the dude who is in charge of final fantasy series probably and the guy who's tom final time tom final and the guy who's in charge of kingdom heart out onto the stage um and they only speak japanese so the entire thing is done through a cheer uh through a translator and so you're gonna say cheerleader i did we'll say cheerleader the dude was (laughs) massive like i i assume that these two guys are not like i mean they're 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 short but the dude who was their translator was like six six (laughs) it was the most bizarre thing i've ever seen like i don't know why they thought they needed a translator who was 18 inches taller than everyone else he was translating but whatever um but like i i think those are I don't think they're always as compelling as they could be where you watch a guy talk in Japanese and there's a pause and then the other guy says something, but in your head you think, I think he already, like, I don't think he's translating. I think they're both reading from a teleprompter. It's, <laughs> it's kind of weird. So uh, that could be part of it too, is it's just, it's hard to make that announcement really exciting, yeah. I guess. Um, but I mean, uh, I'm absolutely not going to go play any of the Final Fantasy games, but I think it's awesome that, they're coming to Xbox. That's a, a huge yeah. win for Microsoft. Um, I'll probably play the some of them like the first hour until I go like, oh right, I don't really like these games. Uh huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, X Cloud streaming, which is currently um, being baited on Android. Baited is that is that a word? <laughs> no. Well, I wondered I mean, where you were going. Yes. X Cloud streaming, in context. which is currently in beta. <laughs> in uh on android phones and android tablets i think those are the places you can play it uh will be coming to pc next year which i mean i think is something that everybody suspected but it is actually going to happen i'm actually really excited to be able to play uh xbox games on my computer um let's see rare the folks who make sea of thieves are making a very pretty game called everwild that we really don't know anything about but man is it pretty it's pretty. Yeah. Can we? I bet the... it'll be good. Yeah, probably. Can we get the Jim Cramer meme with just like everything has to be wild? Yes. Yes, we can. Absolutely. Uh, the Flame and the Flood team. Did you guys ever play that? No, no I you was suggested I play it, but yeah. I never did. I played it for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, and it was fun. It's a cool survival game um, where you're a, a guy on a raft going down like kind of a, a very you're a girl. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're a girl on a raft going down a, uh, like, kind of what I would guess would be, like, the Mississippi in the, you know, like, that idea. Um, And you just have to stay alive. It's fun. It's got a really, really good soundtrack. Anyway, the people who make that are making a game called Drake Hollow that, um, do you guys remember Fortnite Save the World mode? Oh, I do. Yeah. I played it quite a bit. Yeah, I forget. You actually bought it, didn't you, Dylan? I did. I waited for that to come free to play, and I don't think it's ever going to. So maybe I should just put the thirty bucks out. Um, anyway, it looks kind of like that, where you're you're fortifying a town against uh, bad guys, but instead of trying to make a fort, you're instead trying to like create a town that you defend against these baddies. And there's all sorts of little cute creatures in it. So it actually looks really fun, um, and it's free coming to uh, Game Pass next year. So I guess we'll get to find out. Um, Raw Fury is making a twin stick shooter western called West of Dead that stars Ron Perlman. 
Um, that game looked pretty cool. It looks dope. It's got a really, really, really cool like graphical look to it. I, I don't even know how to describe it. Kind of. Kind it of, reminded me of the animated Lord of the Rings from the seventies. Yeah, kind of like that. Kind of cell shaded, but not exactly cell shaded. Um, apparently, it's in open beta right now on the Xbox One, so you can download a a, a beta version of it through November twenty fifth. So you got like get another baited. four or five days. Yeah, you can you can get baited on it um, and, and try it out. So I, I didn't actually realize that until I wrote the show notes. So maybe I'll try and pop a copy down and, and try it in the next couple of days. But it looks real good. It's coming out uh, next year, I believe, and will also be a Game Pass game. Uh, sea of Thieves dropped the Seabound Soul, which is their their newest update. It came out actually today. If you're listening, to I this. downloaded it. I'm going to play it right when we're done. Nice. Uh, if you if you're listening to this on Thursday, it actually came out yesterday, so you should be able to get it. It came out on the 20th. Uh, it has a new Tall Tale, which Dylan and Vinny have played all the Tall Tales and said they're real good. And Flaming Cannibals, which sound terrible. <laughs> yeah, there is going to be fire. Not only like fire everything. You can light everything on fire now. I I don't. Like I'm sure that is going to make things very interesting, but I think it's also going to make things awful. <laughs> um, there's also cute new pets. Oh, tell me more they about added pets. added a cockatoo, which, which looks incredible. Nice. Um, so now there's three breeds of monkeys and three breeds of birds. That's awesome. Um, and the other thing, because they didn't show all this stuff, but after reading the patch notes today, since sure. they read all the patch notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've also added an, a portable ammo crate. Oh, that's nice. So you nice. can actually fill up with ammo and carry it with you. So you can set it down when you're fighting a bunch of skellies or something and reload on ammo instead of going to find the ammo crate that's just in the environment. That's cool. So nice. that's a really big deal, I think, yeah. for... I've been kind of waiting for them to do something to help the the flow of combat that way. And I think that's a simple thing that... And will really make a difference. Yeah, that's really cool. So what, what pets do you have, Dylan? I just have one um, parakeet. His name is Pete. He is purple. Um, and uh, I did get the exclusive Halloween pets that were skeletons. So nice. a skeleton um, marmoset and a skeleton cockatoo. Nice. Do they have names? So I did not name them yet. Oh, okay. I have not. I have not actually used them in the wild yet. I think we uh, should probably put a poll up on Twitter or something to help Dylan name yeah. his his marmoset, Bodie yeah. McBoatface. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, let us know. You can let us know next week about how yeah. the Seabound Soul is. Are you play, oh, you're not playing with Vinny tonight. Vinny, Vinny's Vinny and I are playing it tomorrow. Cool. Cool. Well, let us know. Uh, a couple release dates were announced during XO19. Uh, Halo Reach is coming to PC on December 3rd, and I will tell you what a terrible Halo person I am, that I had no idea that that was a prequel to Halo. <laughs> no idea. Yes. So I'll, I'll give you a hint. I played that game and beat it and did not realize it was a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. It anyway, was December the first 3rd. Halo game I actually enjoyed. Is the it giveaway, really? I think, is that there's many Spartans. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I never played it. So if you, if you knew anything, if you actually played the Halo games and realized that Master Chief was the last one. Oh. oh. So the fact that there was others meant it happened before. I played but... Halo 1 and that was it. <laughs> oh, and Halo ODST? Yeah. 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 The game was trash. 
Um, anyway, it comes out on the PC on December 3rd. It will be part of Game Pass for PC, whatever that's called. Uh, so, it, Is it getting like a remaster? Yeah, yeah. This is this is okay. the remastered versions of it, I believe. And so. that's not that wasn't on the Master Chief Collection? No. No. They only did the one through other four. ones. Yeah. Yeah. So this will also come to Xbox eventually, do you think? I think it is cuz I I think I saw a commercial for it or something along those lines hmm. that said that it was coming to Xbox. Oh, maybe it is. I you know, I I try really hard to like know something about everything and sometimes you just don't. Sorry. Yeah. You, you can look it up. The internet's a great place. Uh Bleeding no, it's Edge. Not. It's no, the <laughs> internet's a terrible place. I'm sorry. I lied to you. Um, Bleeding Edge is coming out March 24th, 2020, which is the new like hero shooter from um, uh, the folks that made uh, Ninja Theory. The folks that made um, that game that you and I played. It was great. Hellblade? Hellblade, yeah. Or, yeah, Hellblade. It's no sacrifice, yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks interesting but i what I, was the name of the game it's called, called bleeding edge um is that the the like four player brawler yeah it's kind of like a overwatchy yeah. kind of game yeah, yeah that's just hit right. uh game pass yeah yeah I, it's coming yeah, i watched I, the trailer for it it looks interesting but i mean so okay here's the deal it it's very hard to compete with overwatch but it's Correct. free so <laughs> maybe i don't know but it, it's also like it seems like it's less of an Overwatch. I, to me, the trailer made it seem more like a four-player fighting game almost. Yeah, it was. It was kind of MOBA, like more like uh, League of Legends MOBA e than yeah. Overwatch MOBA MOBA e, I guess. Um, but it kind of lacked the charm to me. Um, when when you have these games based around these cool characters, yeah. like. I want the those characters have to be really neat, and they really weren't to me. Yeah, um, I, they really were like discount Overwatch characters, right? And yeah. not to be that insulting to them, but they just did. And in a lot of ways, they were like, "Oh, that's just that character," but from the dollar store, like <laughs> it, it was literally like reminiscent of the characters, which was kind of problematic instead of just being feeling wholly original yeah i it's a game i mean honestly it's uh, i own multiple copies of overwatch and never play it so it's not like i'm gonna run out and play bleeding edge but i'm i'm at least interested in it because i'll be interested to see how how a free version of a game like overwatch competes i guess um that has microsoft marketing power behind it so we'll see um a uh, month after that, in April, Microsoft du- uh, My- Microsoft Minecraft Dungeons is coming out. Um, I'm I'm tentatively excited about Minecraft Dungeons. Um, it's kind of four player Diablo ish looking kind of, but every time I see it demoed, it looks a little less Diablo than I thought it was going to actually be. <laughs> so we'll see. It's going to be. I mean, regardless of whether it's great or not, it's going to be a great. It's going to be a Minecraft game I actually want to play with my kid um, because I don't want to play regular Minecraft with him. So it's like a it's like a middle point for us where he probably wants to really play Minecraft. I really want to play Diablo, so we play Minecraft Dungeons instead. It's a it's a compromise game. So uh, coming out to Game Pass in April 2020, and Wasteland Three is coming out May of 2020. So uh, that is, I think, also a Game Pass game. So you know, March, April, it's May not of next already year. Already out. 
Because I swear that I saw that on Game Pass and I couldn't install it. It's a possibility it's coming out on... No, not yet. Um, Wasteland 2 maybe has come out on... No, I this was Wasteland 3 because I saw the trailer yeah, and it nope. said I could install... Nope, May 19th, 2020. Huh. So That's weird. Yeah. I wonder what it was. I, you know, the, we saw a trailer for it at um, E3, and it looked like it was trying really hard to be funny. We'll see, we'll see how that that pans out. I, I'm not sure about that. It seemed kind of like the Wasteland games I played two on Game Pass. Yeah, we'll see. Um, anyway, right now, uh, speaking of Game Pass, I guess there is a, a lot of stuff coming out on Game Pass next year. Um, they they released a list of. I don't even know how many games that are coming out on Game Pass next year. So if you don't have Game Pass, right now is actually a, a pretty good way, a uh, pretty good time to get into that. Um, if you're a current Game Pass Ultimate member, um, which I am, I think you guys are both Game Pass Ultimate members too. No? I'm not. I don't have a computer. Uh, uh, well, Game Pass Ultimate is is just... Game Pass Ultimate is just uh, Game, Pla- Game Pass Plus Gold. Oh, is that Ultimate? I thought that was... What's the one that is... I don't remember. I think you can add it into Ultimate for like an extra five bucks or something. I don't know. Um, Either way, if you're a Game Pass Ultimate member right now, you can get one month free of EA Access, which gives you uh, access to a bunch of EA games. Three months of Discord Nitro, um, which... I'm never really exactly sure what Discord Nitro gives you besides the ability to upload bigger images. You can upload videos. Yeah. Um, currently, Discord has a, like an 8 megabyte upload limit. And I think it raises it up to 25. So, I don't know. BiteMePodcast.com slash Discord. You can experiment and find out. But you get three months of that for free. And you also get six months of Spotify Premium for free, which is a pretty good deal. So, um I'm going to read a really big list of games now. Um, these are all the games that have been announced to come out next year. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Okay. Carrion is coming to console and PC. It's really cool and creepy and gross. Um, Chris Tales is coming to console and PC. Cyber Shadow coming to console and PC. Darksiders 3 is coming to console and PC. I've heard that game is not great, but it's pretty good. So that's something. Uh, Double Kick Heroes console and PC. Drake Hollow, that's the one we talked about just a second ago from uh, the folks that made Flame in the Flood. So that one looks pretty good. Edge of Eternity console and PC. The Like we said, the Final Fantasy franchise. So that gives you Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII Remastered, Final Fantasy IX, Final Fantasy X HD Remastered, Final Fantasy X Two HD Remastered, Final Fantasy XII The Zodiac Age, Final Fantasy XIII, Final Fantasy XIII-2, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy XIV, and Final Fantasy 15. So a bunch of Final Fantasy games, and a lot of those are the, the HD remaster version, which is pretty cool. Uh, a game called Forager is coming to console and PC. Haven is coming to console BC. Uh, it Lurks Below is coming to console and PC. I know nothing about that game, but I want to play it based solely on the name. Uh, Levelhead is coming to console and PC. Life is Strange 2 Episodes 4 and 5 are coming to console. My Fan Pedro, which is a game I have desperately wanted to play for a couple months since it came out. I, I resisted buying it, and I've been rewarded by it coming to console and PC next year. Uh, Pandemic is coming to PC. Fogs. P-Hogs? Probably Fogs is coming to console and PC. She Dreams Elsewhere is coming to console and PC. Skatebird is coming to console and PC. I backed that game on Kickstarter. It looks real cute. 
Um, you're a skateboarding bird. Uh, Streets of Rage 4, console and PC. Scourgebringer coming to console and PC. Superland coming to console. Tekken 7 coming to console. How would you pronounce that word? Tuhu? T-O-U-H-O-U. I think Tuhu. Tuhu Luna Knights. Tuhu ho hu. Luna Knights, console and PC. The Escapist 2, which is a fun prison game, which is something you don't hear very often. It's coming to console. The Red Lantern's coming to console. The Red Strings Club is coming to PC. Uh, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, which is dope, is coming to console. Like, if you haven't played that yet, like, you should play that. It's real good. Uh, Vambrance. Vambrace? Vambrace. Cold Soul coming to console and pc west of dead coming to console and pc that's the uh that western shooter game and uh the yakuza franchise which is kind of another cool thing to be coming it's only to... been on playstation yeah coming to console and pc so you'll get yakuza 0 yakuza kiwami and yakuza kiwami 2 i've actually wanted i've wanted to try those um but didn't want to pay for them because I don't think I actually want to play a game that's entirely in Japanese with subtitles. So, anyway, XO19 was a pretty big deal, if you ask me. So, real quick, <sighs> yeah, I just booted up my Xbox and I can went see that. into Game Pass. Yeah. And so, Wasteland 3 is on there. Um, it now says it's a pre order, and it's not in, it is in Game Pass. Um, it says you can install it now. But I assume you have to wait until May to play it. Um, it's a early but, pre-install. But but like literally, as of like three days ago, it was in the Game Pass section. That's like super this. I had weird. to search for, and it said nothing about pre-order. I thought it was weird because um, it had the rating pending. I'm like, well, that's weird that this game's out and it still has the rating pending thing on that's it. Super weird. Um, it said nothing about the pre-order and that uh, the the Ninja Theory one the bleeding edge or whatever yeah. it was called was also in there in the new releases and has that been released yet no may yeah, or March. that was in that was in there too with an install i wonder if if what they're doing is they're like getting people in there like they're they're using game pass essentially as a marketing idea where you could go in and install it and what it'll do is it'll install nothing right now or you know a little bit of something now and then Three months from now, you're going to get a big update that really is just the game. Yeah, but still, I mean, like, that's in May. That's six months from now. I mean, I'll be kind of honest. Like, I would be okay with games that I was excited about if I could install it now and say, like, hey, I want this game. When it comes, I'm going to install it now. And then when the preload opens up, it'll actually just download that game for me automatically. And then it'll just be ready to play the day I want to play it. Like, that would actually yeah. be something I would be absolutely okay with. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, next story. <laughs> uh, BioWare is doing two new-ish things. Um, I guess neither of them are really new, but they're they're interesting to me because... Bioware mostly has just failed at doing things lately, and and maybe this will be good. Um, they are reportedly Sega. They're still working on a Dragon Age game as well. That's I'm sure they are. <laughs> In addition to a Dragon Age game, they are also apparently making a new Mass Effect game, which I at first was very surprised about. So Mike Gamble, who was on the ME2 team, uh, Mass Effect 2 team, the Mass Effect 3 team, Andromeda, and Anthem, is heading up development of a new Mass Effect game, but it's apparently uh, in very early development um, up in uh, Bioware Edmonton, which is in Canada? Canada. Canada. 
Um, and at first I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're making a new Mass Effect game. But at the same time, like, if it's in very early development, that means that game's not coming out until 2023, probably at the earliest. So that's about right. Like, Mass Effect Andromeda failed in 2018. Five years seems like a pretty good amount of time to, to let people forget about that, right? I actually thought it would be sooner that they'd release a new one. Yeah, I kind of really, well... I think that if that if Mass Effect Andromeda had been successful, it would have been. My guess is they already had another one in pre-production. Yeah. And I think they actually shut down the studio that made Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, or if they didn't shut it down, they took every... It became a support studio, so... Yeah, I think, they, I think it became a support studio. Yeah, and so essentially those studios just help other studios make games. Um and so my guess is if there was something in pre-production, it just got canned. And maybe the, maybe this is just an extension of that. They pulled it out of pre-production. Um, have you played Andromeda? Um, I played it for five hours, maybe? Yeah. You know, three hours? I played um, like two hours of the ba- demo, and I actually thought it was pretty good. Um, it it was okay to me. It just didn't grab me like the other ones did. And I started playing something else, figuring like, oh, I'll go back to it sometime and then just never did. I keep thinking about going back to playing it, but it's like a 60 or 70 hour game. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so it's really hard for me to think that, like, I think I would enjoy it. I think I would go like, yeah, that game's a seven. But it's really hard for me to say like, man, I want to play 70 hours of a seven. <laughs> yeah. So, meh. Uh, anyway, new game coming out. My guess it's still years off, but like I think it's I think it's cool that I think it's cool that they're going to keep going with that series because I think that series is legitimately good. Uh, Bioware is also still working on Anthem, which I actually found slightly more surprising than um, them working on a new Mass Effect game. Uh, apparently, they have spent months just like ripping that game apart and trying to figure out what they did wrong with it. Um, listening to a lot of community feedback and they're going to put it back together and re- release it in some way. They, they it's they're yeah. it's literally far enough off they're not sure what they're going to do either is it going to be a series of updates? Is it going to be just like a huge expansion that they release all at once or are they literally just going to re- release this as Anthem 2? <laughs> so uh, my guess is that regardless of what the answer is if they, if I have any faith in that all, they will not be charging people for it because if they did, oh, it is an EA. You do realize EA owns that, right? <sighs> yeah, but like, do you have faith that their shareholders <laughs> will let them give that away for free? I have to, Colby. <laughs> I have to. Like, I have to believe there's some good in the world. Um. Anyway. If if I guess if you're if you're a gambling person if you are if you're into the gambles, um, I I I made this gamble with um, oh shoot what was the cool space game that they, No Man's Sky No Man's Sky I did this gamble with No Man's Sky and it paid off I picked up No Man's Sky for the PS4 for twelve dollars and then they fixed it and made it better you can currently buy Mass or uh, Anthem for fifteen bucks <laughs> so. Put 15 bucks into it. The story's pretty would, good. Yeah, I would say that Anthem in itself is just worth 15 Well bucks. worth $15. And maybe, maybe if EA is feeling gracious this financial quarter, <laughs> they will give you access to what they are calling either Anthem 2.0 or I, Anthem Next for free. Maybe. 
I will actually say that my guess is that it will be for free and not because it's out of the goodness of their hearts. My guess is that the only reason that they're doing this is because they dumped a ton of money into Anthem thinking it was going to be the next Destiny, and they're desperately trying to recoup some of those losses in hopes that they can release like a DLC or an Anthem 2 and make money. If they get players, then they can sell as much content that they want. Yep, but they there'll the be there'll be microtransactions or something in this free content. How very cynical of you, Colby. Uh-huh. I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, Anthem. It's it's actually pretty good. I liked Anthem. I think I I really yeah. enjoyed Anthem. Yeah. I wanted to play it more. Yeah. I, Maybe I'll pick I, it up for I, fifteen I actually, bucks and we'll play it. <laughs> I've actually considered just going through and beating it in single player. Maybe for fifteen bucks, I'm sure I'll, I'll not going to play it with you know. Strangers. strangers it's it's i Stranger mean danger the thing i will tell you about anthem is that i have never played another game where flying felt as good dude they should just release they should just sell it to marvel and have it be a uh iron man simulator iron man game yeah, absolutely and just make money absolutely you can play as iron man and was it war machine yeah and just reskin it and uh Pepper Potts's Iron Man, you got three players right there. Well, and like the the Iron Mans can be like autonomous, so someone's got to yeah. control those, right? I'm playing as yeah. Jarvis. And, it's fine. Yeah, and then you can, you know, uh, you can beat up, I don't know, bad guys from Marvel things God, that just that, reskin the dragons and stuff. That'd be the most hilarious turn where they just release <laughs> Anthem 2.0 it's just an Iron Man game. <laughs> I'm down. I'm totally down. All right. Uh, next, we're going to talk about uh, Google Stadia, which released mm, yesterday-ish. Like, uh, it kind of it's a it's a weird deal because I think I think the first people starting in their 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 stuff like on the 18th or 19th, but like Adam still hasn't gotten his yet because he it's first come first serve. It, it, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, it's like first come first serve, which I'm like. Are you guys making these as you're sending them out? <laughs> um, uh, the initial it's like rev- Santa's elves, right? It's so weird. Uh, the The initial reviews of this game are that if you're using the like the, the Stadia controller, as dumb as the marketing on it sounded, actually does make a difference. Like the Stadia controller, the deal is that it can tr- it it connects not to your TV or your, you know, whatever you're playing it through, but it connects directly to your Wi-Fi and from there directly to the server you're playing on. And apparently it really does make a difference with input lag. So, hey, cool. Um, the downside is, is apparently the controller kind of sucks. <laughs> it's, it doesn't feel very good in your hands. The buttons are kind of meh. And if you want There's two no of them... staggered sticks, isn't there? There are not staggered sticks. I Yeah. And they're $70 a piece. <laughs> so, cool. Um, from what people are saying, depending on your internet connection, overall the gameplay is pretty good. There are people that are saying I can get a pretty consistent um, you know, 1080-60. I think you can get 4K if you have a Chromecast Ultra that they sent you. And I, I did not hear much about how the 4K played i've seen some screenshots of it that did not look good um i saw i saw some screenshots comparing it to uh let's see 
Red Dead Redemption 2 on Stadia versus Red Dead Redemption 2 on an Xbox One X. And the Xbox One X looked significantly better. So maybe it's a your mileage may vary kind of thing. Because I've also heard, like, you know, I played Destiny on it and Destiny was gorgeous. So my guess is that it really comes down to your individual internet connection. Um, and if you're on a data-capped uh, internet plan, which pretty much everyone in the United States who has Comcast sure is, um, it's nine gigabit bytes per hour of streaming. So uh, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, Stadia to me seems like one of those things that the idea is good. Absolutely. And things there were good and then it was just developed by people who had no idea what was good about it made it good and now i've just got something that's vaguely like a off-brand xbox i have seen a lot of reviews that say things like this really has the feeling of something that google is going to cancel in 18 months oh yeah no i i don't trust google at all to you know keep this going if it doesn't instantly uh-huh. like be a huge success and by a huge success i mean like if it's even kind of middling like Anthem google's success? not gonna <laughs> yeah Anthem google's success. not just gonna be like eh, well we tried um on to our next thing the... how about we make something for raytheon yeah <laughs> the um the one thing that adam did say is he doesn't have his kit yet but he was able to log into the store and they originally were gonna have so i, I guess I, what I would say is they were originally going to launch with 12 games and they're like, well, 12 games sure isn't very many. And two days before launch added another 10. And so there's 22 games you can play now. And they, they range from, Hey, pretty good. to, huh. Um, Attack on Titan two final battle, which I've whatever. Don't know anything about that. Borderlands three. Cool. Darksiders Genesis, which is nothing. Uh, Dragon Balls universe two. Farming Simulator 19, uh, Final Fantasy 15, which is a year and a half old, Football Manager yeah. 2020. Like, I don't understand at all why Football Manager 2020 is a launch game. Ghost well, Recon. Well, thank God that you don't have that lag with your <laughs> controllers. So. Right. Uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Grid, Metro Exodus, MBT, NBA, 2K20, NBA 2K20, which I've heard is trash. Uh, Rage 2, a game which is free on Game Pass now. Uh, Trials Rising, which is actually really cool. I like that game a lot. Um, I, I think the thing is, is again, these games aren't free. This isn't a Game Pass subscription. Absolutely and you get all not. these games. You can buy Metro Exodus, a game that is now two years old for your Stadia. Uh, yep, Metro Exodus is also free on Game Pass. Uh, uh-huh. Wolfenstein Youngblood, Attack on Titan, Final Battle. Oh, I put that one in there, too. Mm, I apparently just copied and pasted this in here twice, so I do not have the complete list. But, I mean... You can play Guilt, though. Yep. Don't forget about Guilt. Only on the Stadia. Only on the Stadia. So, now, the thing that Adam said when he was able to log into the store is, these games are full price. So, uh-huh. you're paying $60 for Metro Exodus. <laughs> um... He, he said they are very expensive. So if what you're looking for in a game streaming solution is a way to play games you probably already own full price via a stream that's going to give you less quality than Xbox One X, then Stadia might be for you. Well, and also, as of right now, you just paid $150 for this experience. Yep, it's good stuff. 
Um, and ten dollars a month. Don't forget ten dollars a month. Uh, I I'm probably gonna get to try it in a couple weeks, so we'll uh, we'll we'll have another update, I guess. Um, interesting enough, the right before launch, uh, Google did an AMA and was like, "Hey, ask us anything." And there people were like, "Hey, are you gonna have achievements?" They're like, "No, not at launch." Um, they're like, "Are you gonna have family sharing?" They're like, "No, not at launch." Um, they're like, hey, I already own a, Cram- a Chromecast Ultra. Can I use that? And they're like, absolutely not at launch <laughs> because it's <laughs> going to require an update and we haven't released that yet. And they're like, oh, cool, but I can play it on my PC at 4K, right? They're like, absolutely not at launch. You can play it on that Chromecast Ultra, but only if you use the one we sent you. And there's no Excel. Accessi- that doesn't make any sense whatsoever right there's no accessibility options the things that make it cool like stream connect and state share and crowd play like all those things they showed you in the video that are the reason you want to play on stadia don't exist there's no games that support them yet (laughs) um and the buddy pass that you got so you and your friend could play together on stadia they're gonna mail that to you in about two weeks so you know (laughs) I I saw the Stadia booth at X, at uh, at PAX and it was huge, like it was a, a massive thing. I'm beginning to think that maybe they should have had a smaller booth and maybe put some more money into actually maybe finishing this product. Maybe, maybe might have might have helped. Maybe uh, uh, maybe push this out. A little bit farther, yeah. Um, just with that Google money, they could have gone done both. Like, I mean, yeah. I and to be fair, like this is not really, in theory, the launch of Google Stadia. This is this is the launch of like their paid beta, effectively. This is yeah. You're paying 150 dollars to be a beta tester, yeah. and and I mean, I don't want to say they've been transparent about that, but. I, I think people kind of knew what they were getting. This this really officially launches like next March, I think. So yeah, uh, and, and they did kind of say that the way they're, I mean, so they're they're the, the the words they are using is that we're going to make enhancements to Stadia like we do all our other products. So this is a, a living, breathing thing that you know, and I'm like. Like Google Glass, yeah, and Google, Google Wave, Plus, uh, <laughs> um, Google Reader, um, Google Plus. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, there's peace. there's that, but there's also like, I mean, I'd be kind of pissed if I bought the beta Xbox. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. They're like, no, we're gonna we're gonna work really hard to make this Xbox better over the coming weeks and months. I'm like, <laughs> cool, thanks. So anyway, that's that's that. Um, I think that I think the kind of bad thing is that I haven't really heard anything about Stadia. No, I think I think that's kind of except people going like, "Wow, this seems kind of haphazardly thrown together, guys." Yep. You, I have not seen someone like, "Hey, this is really cool. I can do this." Yeah. It's, it's either nothing or like, huh. Okay. PC Gamer gave it a like in progress review, and they said if we had to rate it today, we'd give it a six. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. uh, in video game terms, that's not not good. great. Um, so the Game Awards um, are December twelfth, 
and they released the the list of, of nominations. And I was going to go through all of them, but we've already been podcasting for like an hour and a half. So I'm thinking I'm going to tell you that Game of the Year is Control, Death Stranding, Super Smash Bros., Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, and The Outer Worlds. And we're going to use that as a tease. We'll, we'll talk about the rest of them next week. Is that right. cool with you guys? I yeah. am cool with that. The Outer Worlds should absolutely not be a Game of the Year contender. <laughs> right. Well, no. this list really confirmed my suspicion that it really was a pretty lackluster year overall for games. Like, there's a lot of good stuff happening in games, but the games themselves, like, there isn't that Red Dead 2, like I said last week. Like, there's just not that game. I I think that this is actually a really good year in games. I think that it just wasn't... There was not a triple-A blockbuster AAA, breakout right. game. I think that there are an amazing amount of super good games that came out this year. Right. There just wasn't that one need-to-play game. So, um, But yeah, like I mean, I guess to say how good this is, I've played two of the Game of the Year games and did not like either of them. I barely of them. know what any of... <laughs> are yeah. that being said i desperately want to play control i just haven't gotten around to it yet i've heard that's very yeah. good yeah so anyway we'll talk more game awards next time because we did a two-hour episode last time and it's we're almost on, bedtime yeah and we're on our way to that so uh, a third half-life is coming out and no it is not half-life three um do you guys think there will be a half-life three I think we talked about this last time, and no, no. that we decided... It'll be after my time. After your time. The first two were before my time, <laughs> one, and the after, last one will after be after. Dylan dead, is dead. Uh, this game is called Half-Life Alex, um, and apparently it is set between uh, Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2, and it is exclusively a VR game. <laughs> so... I don't know. Sounds kind of interesting. If you're listening to this uh, Thursday, the 22nd in the morning, like the very early morning, you can uh, go catch more details on this. Um, I don't know where. Presumably just go to Valve. You'll be fine. I mean, they're, they're doing an announce at 10 a.m. Pacific on uh, Thursday, November 22nd. You'll be able to get more information on that. And I believe they're actually going to do even more information uh, during the Game Awards. So uh, the one thing I do know is there is no gravity gun, which was a big deal in Half-Life 2, but there are gravity gloves. And I love the name Gravity Gloves. I like Gravity. <laughs> so, I don't know. Cool. Um, the other rumor I've heard around this is that uh, the Firewatch team who um, quit their jobs to join Valve, or maybe their team merged with Valve. I don't, I don't know exactly how it works. The three lead developers in that game have all removed Valley of the Gods from their Twitter handles as the game they were working on next, which makes me super sad because Valley of the Gods looked really good and that they may actually be the people working on this game. <laughs> so, hey, that would make me sad, but cool Half-Life VR, I guess, maybe? The thing no one was asking for. Yeah, um... In other VR news, uh, the patch that lets you play your Oculus Quest plugged into your computer using Oculus games is out, and I tried it last night, and it works really good. I unfortunately only have about a two-foot USB-C cable that will work with it, so it wasn't maybe the best test of VR, but it absolutely works. It's a free patch. Um, You need like a $13 USB-C cable to make it work, so yay! Yeah. Okay, so do you guys know why bugs are called bugs in video in software development? No. No. Okay, so back in the day, um 
like you know giant reels you know stored information you know big giant reels of of tape that they you know, cause they didn't have hard drives you used punch cards to store data um a bunch of people were uh trying to figure out why this certain thing wasn't working and they realized that a bug had like landed on a transistor and fried itself and and that's, that's yeah that's why it didn't work but you know it was it was literally a bug in the system that caused the problem so that's why software bugs are called bugs so that's a that's an interesting software bug. I always I always kind of like the story. This one is is maybe almost that good. So, players that got the new Pokemon games were finding all of a sudden that their Roku's were freaking out and shutting down, and they're like, "Why? Why would my Nintendo Switch be causing my Roku player to not work?" And apparently, the answer is is because Pokemon is constantly sending out messages saying like hey man are are you also a nintendo switch playing pokemon hey man are you also a nintendo switch playing pokemon and if they find another one that's how they populate the world with other users right so mm-hmm. a roku is constantly sending out messages saying hey man are you another roku and do you have updates that i don't have hey man are you a roku i'm really could use some updates um unfortunately in a in a in a fluke, um, computers when they send messages they do them on what they call ports. So like when you're on a web browser, your web browser uses port eighty to transfer information. Um, uh, the Roku was using port twenty six zero thirty seven, and Pokemon was using port twenty six zero thirty seven. And when Pokemon sent a thing out saying like, "Hey, are, are you another Switch?" the Roku said, "I don't know," and shut down. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard, so, and it barely makes any sense to me. So real quick, why are Rokus trying to reach out to other Rokus? <laughs> so, uh, hey, Roku! <laughs> like, it's, hey. it's literally so that um, like Roku, the company, doesn't have to waste bandwidth downloading updates to Roku. So they are... If my neighbor has a Roku that has an update, my Roku is like, hey, man, oh, that's... Or if you or I have, guess if you have, have two, Rokus. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. What, what I think the thing that makes me think about it is like, wait, I'm. Why would, why would that affect Roku's? Because wouldn't it just be downloading off of? So the first one. So, so your first Roku will say, "Hey man, <laughs> you know, hey hey Roku, do you have an update?" And it's like, "Yes, I do." And they give it the update, and then your second Roku is like, "Hey other Roku." Do you have an update? And it's like, oh yeah, I got I got that update for you. This seems really complicated, and like maybe it, there's a better way to do updates. Dropbox actually works the same way. So if I have like, so uh, my wife and I share uh, a Dropbox account, and so when I download a file. If it's syncing to her computer, it'll actually sync it from my computer over our Wi-Fi to her computer. Some of the time, they just do it to save bandwidth. I mean, frankly, I wish my Xboxes would do that. I mean, wouldn't it be great if you could download a game on your Xbox and your other Xbox is like, hey, man, do you have that new that new Gears game? And it could be just like, yeah, here you go. Instead of having to download a hundred gig game twice. Spoken like like a true guy with four Xboxes. So, or, or someone who downloaded the uh, Call of Duty game on one Xbox, and then went, oh, maybe I want to play it upstairs, and so downloaded it to the other one upstairs. And I'm like, oh, that's like 
200 gigs. Uh-huh. Yeah, data caps aren't cool. Um, I guess uh, as our last new bit, we talked about Xbox All Access like mm, two or three weeks ago. And it's essentially a deal that will let you buy an Xbox One X from Amazon. You pay $32 a month for 24 months. Um, and then 12 months from now, you get to trade that Xbox in for an Xbox Scarlet. Um, I did that, and so I currently, right here, right next to me where I'm podcasting, have a brand new Xbox One X. I ordered it at 9.30 in the morning from Amazon. It showed up at 7.30 that night because that's how Amazon that works, how, I guess. This is the world we live in now. Um, and so currently I have four Xboxes, <laughs> which might seem a tad excessive, but... You know, I mean, just because there are only three people that live in my house doesn't mean my dog might not want to play an Xbox. He can play. What if you have a guest? Right, if I have a guest. So um, it's it's kind of a spectacular deal when you really look at it because it also comes with 24 months of Game Pass Ultimate. So I now have Game Pass Ultimate through July of 2022, which is pretty cool. Um, and I'll get a new Scarlet in 12 months. So you pay it. Uh, the math ends up being like $732, but just the game pass itself is worth like 320. So essentially means that I'll pay less than $500 for a Scarlet, which presumably will cost at least that much. So pretty good deal. And I now have two Xbox one X's, which is pretty cool. All right, uh, moving on to questions. Uh, first one is, as always, Dylan, that's you. Hey, yo, Vinny. What's going on? Dylan's camera is so low that all I can see is his top knot. <laughs> oh, there's his I, nose. I just enjoy that uh, Vinny apparently sounds like, I don't know, a bad John Travolta. Yeah, yeah. He always does. No, that's, I have a, I have a the, bad John Travolta impression. It's different. Let's hear it. The- I I did it earlier today and now I can't. That's cool because I I did it accidentally and I was like that was bad John Travolta. Now I can't. If it comes to you, man, just bust it out. Doesn't matter what we're doing. It'll be cool. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of it. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, Mr. Vinny wants to know what we are most excited about that came out of XO nineteen. So think back to the think back to the recent past and and what made you most excited. You can actually just uh, scroll up because there's there's notes. That's what I, that's what yeah, I'm doing yeah. now. The new Sea of Thieves update. Yeah, that is very cool. Um, and I am excited for that rare game because it looks pretty. Yeah. And as Vinny and I talked about the other day, rare has to be one of the goats because they haven't made a bad game. If you look through the list, it's like those are all pretty top tier games. You know, so I think the thing is, is like I I know that, but I haven't played most of the games. So I think I, other than Viva Pinata, I think I've played. Yeah, most all I never really them, played any of those Donkey so. Kong games. I never played the Banjo Kazooie games. Um, so yeah, it's all right. Um, I'm I'm really excited about uh, that rare game as well. Oh no, not actually. I'm the rare game looks cool. That Everwild looks pretty, so I'm excited about that. Um, I'm probably more excited about um, West of Dead, that Western twin stick shooter. That looks really cool. Um, the the Drake Hollow like Fortnite ish kind of game looks really interesting, and I'm super excited that Carrion. And uh, my name is Pedro, or my friend Pedro, are both coming to Game Pass because I really wanted to play both those games, and it'll be nice that I don't actually have to purchase them now. I like that. Cole? I don't pay attention to games that aren't out yet, 
Yeah, that's um, fair. And when you were talking about it, I just kind of zoned out. So I'm really excited that Remnant is now on Game Pass. Yeah, I mean that came out. That came was, out of that was part of it. Yeah, I've I've really enjoyed there Remnant. There you go. I've been wanting to play that since I first heard about it when it was released. Same. And yeah, I was too cheap to spend forty dollars, I guess, yeah. and now I get it for free. I'll be honest. Like I think one of the best parts about Game Pass is there are a lot of games that are like outside my wheelhouse. Like I look at a game when someone describes a game as dark souls with guns, I'm like, that could either be really cool or I could hate that. It came out as the same time as something else. that was really big that we bought. It might've been division two. No, I don't think it's that old. I think it was was, only like a month or two ago. Yeah. It's something that we, we bought. I'm sure that it came out at the same time. Uh, Probably, uh, 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 Whatchamacallit 3, Borderlands 3. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was around that time, I think, yeah. and so I just didn't want to drop 40 No, and, it's, and, and I think the thing is, is like like I said, that might be $40 that I spend and go like, oh, hey, this game's really cool, or it could be $40 I spend that either I go, this game's really not cool, or I just am not good enough to play this yeah. game. Um, and so it's it's Game Pass really makes those games better. I play, Game Pass pushes, lets me push outside of like my comfort gaming zone. Oh yeah, I would have never played Outer Wilds without Game Absolutely. Pass. Absolutely. Well, I, I'm, I mean, there's a lot, I mean, I would say almost every game I play on Game Pass, except for a very, like the like kind of big tentpole yeah. ones, I probably would have never played yeah. without Game Pass. Outer, my time at Portia, never. I would have never yeah. played. Uh, Outer Wilds is a game that I probably would have played, but it would have been two and a half years from now. Like, it would be that game that I got that for free in a bundle. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good question, Vinny. I like that. Uh, Mr. Polite wants to know, uh, this actually kind of is like a callback to us earlier, wants to know if you could choose which actor, any actor, male or female, to have a comeback in 2020, who would it be? He would like to see Rick Moranis again on the big screen. Going back and watching a lot of 80s and 90s show, he was everywhere, and I would like to see him again. Um, As we discussed earlier, I do not think that will be happening. Sorry. No. Um, I would love... um, Brandon um Frazier? Brandon Frazier. <laughs> uh the dude from the mummy. Um oh, Brandon Frazier. Brendan Frazier. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Woo. Mm. I wasn't I wasn't wrong. We were you were <laughs> We, I would really like to see Brendan Fraser come back. Um, I really loved the Mummy movies. I really liked him in George of the Jungle. I loved him in um, Blast from the Past. I think he's a really good actor, and I think it's really, I think it's really crappy. First of all, that he essentially lost his career because he was sexually assaulted by someone and got kind of blacklisted in Hollywood because of it. Like that's kind of crappy. Um, that- there's like a whole thing with his wife in divorce uh-huh. and he injured his back really bad doing stunts. Um, stunts. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a crappy story. However, you will be happy to know he is kind of making a little bit. Yeah. Of a I hope it really works out for him because I, I think he's a, I think he is, I mean, he's not like an A level actor. He's never, he was really good in things. So I read oddly, like last week, read a big I did thing too. about him and he, He's like, basically, he's like, I never really wanted to be like a comedy action star. Um, I wanted to be a dramatic star. And he's actually, he's really good at that. He just get, he got kind of pigeonholed into the, He kind of has a comedy face, though, I think. Uh I I unironically love the Mummy movies. I think they're great. So, you know. Yeah, they're good. Brendan Fraser is my, my pick. Dylan? I think it's hard for me to 
to choose an actor that <laughs> has kind of gone off the grid in my lifetime so very to come young. back. <laughs> like, I... You, you know you can watch movies from before you were born. Right, but I have no... I have no concept of the eighties. Mm. Like, yeah. so it's like, I, I don't know that this star, like I understand that like, sure. These actors were huge. Like John Travolta's had two careers already, but I don't John really, Travolta's had like four. Careers. I don't really know that because like, yeah. if I look back into the eighties when he was popular or something, like I don't have a concept of that. I just know yeah. that he was in big movies in the eighties. So it is weird. So according to, according to Dylan's a baby. very young perspective, um, every actor who has ever acted still has a career. It's uh, it's it's not his fault. He's just very very young, very young. Well, I'm trying to think of an actor that I like that's like not making movies, they're, and I don't think that they're all still around. Yeah, you also pick. You around. also can pick Rick Moranis. Yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> so Colby and I used to be in a in a. Isn't he in a BoJack Horseman? Nope, he is. Oh. Yeah, he no he like is, I thought yeah. they have a character of him in there though. They it, maybe yeah. I don't remember. Rick Moranis literally his his wife died really tragically. She died of cancer. Yeah, and he literally just said like I've got two young kids and I can't do the travel that is is required to be an actor, um, and you know take care of my kids so i'm just gonna retire and he's done a couple of little things here and there but just never went back to it which is the shame he's a great actor so also wasn't there something too with him being kind of disillusioned with john candy's death i think so yeah or no that was that was john hughes john hughes, john hughes yeah. uh yeah. pretty much quit directing because of yeah. that like that was one of the things yeah. but i mean it's a shame because he's super funny and i love his uh Oh, what's his name? Something in Bud McKenzie. I love that character. The like the Canadian, yeah, Strange Brew. Yeah, SCTV. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, he was. Great. I think one of the last movies was actually Brother Bear, where he did yeah. that character, but as a moose, it was good. Um, Colby and I used to. You still have Dave Thomas. Yeah, Dave Thomas. Yeah, okay. he's all right. Um, oh man, I saw him in some movie recently though, and he looked terrible. Oh, it was that. Oh God, what was the name of that movie? It was that weird one with um cowboy guy um you know who i mean uh the dude from uh the end of the big lebowski he's a cowboy that's all he plays oh yeah 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 um sam, sam elliott it's the it's the movie with sam elliott and 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 him and man he looks terrible he plays sam elliott's brother it's real weird uh, i mean he's probably in his 70s. oh he is he just looks terrible yeah. i think the last movie i saw him in was 10 things i hate about you yeah <laughs> which is the i think the 25th 25 year anniversary of that is today <laughs> so 20th anniversary yeah. of that today um anyways colby and i used to be in a farmer's market in utah together um we sold photos and uh, there was a guy who had a booth like two away from ours that talked exactly like rick moranis in ghostbusters <laughs> so anytime i think about rick moranis all i can think of is this guy like hey uh you know uh so you, you guys want to come over to my house later i'm, I'm having a, a bit of a party <laughs> it's a it's a tax write-off <laughs> tax write-off <laughs> anyway all right who brought the dog <laughs> exactly um, I will say that if you like Rick Moranis and you like video games, see Streets of Fire what? from 1984. It is an amazing movie, and every, like, 80s um, trope in video games, I'm pretty sure, came from this movie. I've never heard of this movie. Rick Moranis is in it? Like, a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so is uh, Willem Dafoe. I do so. love Willem Dafoe. Nice. 
Uh, what's what's um, the name of it again? Streets of Fire. Excellent. What uh, what who who do you want to come back, Cole? Michael Bean. I do not know who that is. Yes, oh, you he's do. from he, Lord of the Rings, isn't he? He's from Al. No, that's Sean. Oh, that's Sean right, Bean. he's still an or actor. Or Sean Bond. Sean Bond is still an actor. Prefer. Yes, uh, Michael Bean is from Aliens. He was in Terminator. Hmm. Uh, he was. Uh, a really big actor in the 80s and then in the 90s he was in Tombstone. He played Johnny Ringo. Um and then after probably like mid to late 90s just kind of faded into bad B movie action movies. Huh. And he was a really good, I mean he was a really good actor in the 80s and early 90s and I can't think of the last thing I saw him in. You're saying you didn't see the Night Visitor 2 Heather story? I did not. He was in uh, the Trials of the Blood Dragon video game. <laughs> yes, yeah. That was, he uh, He played the main character because that's his 80s role. Huh. Interesting. Huh. He played Sushi. Or, oh, no, that's the name of the movie, Sushi Girl. Yeah, he's he's really fallen into that. Like, I mean, he made one, two, three, mm-hmm. four, five, six, seven, eight movies in 2011. <laughs> so, you you yeah. know, those are I great. mean, you've got to figure he was in some of the bigger franchises of the 80s. Huh. And I, I think we need to get uh, Julia Roberts' brother, uh, Eric, yeah, Roberts. Eric Roberts, back into making things. And what's his name from Spin City? Oh. Uh, you think back into making things? Yep, back. He makes like 47 movies a year. That's what I'm saying, though. Better movies. Better movies. Oh. Uh, and who from Spin City? Uh, the, the guy who played the like the governor, the mayor, or whatever. Oh. How about how about Michael J. Fox? Can we bring oh, him back? God. Like, I, mean, I would love to bring Michael J. Fox back. Like, uh, what, a, what a terrific actor, I guess. I don't know if he's really that great of an actor. He made some fantastic movies, though. So, All right. Yeah. That's, enough, that's enough movie talk. Um... We don't, we can skip mine. Are you sure? I mean, we. Just I have a short one. answer. Colby does too. Okay. So, what Atari area game would you like to reboot? Area. Era. What Atari era game would you like to reboot? <laughs> Pong. Is that just? How would you do? It? That's would, all would I it be, really know. Is that just that Rockstar game? <laughs> well, I mean, like the thing is, is you know, with like Tetris ninety nine. You could probably see. Make I like want a, exactly. I want a modern pong. Yeah. yeah, we'll call it ping. We'll call it ping. I mean, is is that just what the hardware pong is? Is that the reboot of pong? Yeah, yeah the hardware arcade game. Call which one? The one you want was actually the same one that I came when you asked me this question. Is what came to my head too? Pitfall. I want a Metroidvania Pitfall yeah, game. That would be dope. Pitfall was such a good game. Such a good game. Uh, more specifically, I want Pitfall 2, but a Metroidvania. Yeah. yeah, I can 100% get behind that. That game was so hard, too. So hard. Yeah. I recently played it, and it's, yeah. It's, it's real hard. hard. Um, Joe Coleslaw would like to know, in regards to... You're not going to answer? Say that again? You're no, literally answer. Pitfall was what I thought, too. So, um, you, you just want River Raid. River, you know, I, I think the problem is, is like all the games I loved in that, like I loved River Raid, I loved Moon Patrol, I loved Space Taxi... I loved all those games. Like, I don't know how you'd make a modern version of those, to be honest. I Once we talked about Space Taxi, I think you could make a pretty cool modern Space Taxi. Like, imagine Crazy Taxi, but Space, space Taxi. Yeah, I mean, like, could I see how that could work? Sure. But I, I have a hard time thinking about that as anything more than, like, maybe a really clever mobile game. So, I don't know. Yeah. 
Uh, Joe Coleslaw wants to know, in regards to in-game chat with public lobbies in video games, what are some of your pet peeves? Too much background noise, not using uh, it all in a very team-oriented mode, nonsense and hateful speech should go without saying. I will tell you that if a game has team speech and I can turn that off, the very first thing I will do is turn that off. So I don't have any pet peeves. I remember... I remember playing Call of Duty, and the first thing I do when I join the lobby is I go through everyone's aim and just mute everyone. Uh-huh. Then I would play. Um, I mean, other than just, like, annoying people, the background noise is obnoxious, yeah. though. When someone just has it, like, on, and you're just, like, their mom is obviously doing the dishes, <laughs> and they're listening to, like, terrible music, and it's just like, it's like, bro, like, you're not even talking, like. I don't want to listen to your life. The I did always enjoy when kids were getting yelled at by their mom. Yeah. yeah. The only game that I have ever... The only game I even think that does it well, honestly, is Sea of Thieves. Um, because it's all proximity-based. Um, it has a reason for being there. But even that, like, I don't... Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm the kind of player who, in Rocket League, turns off team chat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I did that, too. I just don't... Uh, I, for the most part, strangers are toxic and terrible in video games. Like, I don't... I. I rarely play with other people that I don't know, and I certainly don't want to hear them. I don't like people in real life, so there's no reason I'd like God, right? strangers in video games. Right. I only like people in Sea of Thieves, like... Seriously. Yeah, it's because like every time Vinny and I play, we end up meeting like, like the lot. Literally, we were playing like this weekend, and we were doing this really crazy thing that you definitely would not want a hostile ship to come interrupt because it would just ruin your day. Yeah, and yeah. You cry, and these guys roll up, and they just had like thick New York accents, and they were nice and then they joined our their stuff and then this other ship started sailing over and like we made another friend so like we had all these pirate friends and that's like what that game is to me it's like meeting strangers yeah. and dancing and then they're like your friends and you hang out for a couple hours and then you never talk to them again it's great yeah i i, I get it it's just not it's just not for me okay so this next thing we're doing is something that that our our friend Eddie put together like uh, nine weeks ago. Maybe it might even actually been longer than that ago. Um, and like the first week we went to do it, you know, like we weren't all there. And then the second week we went to do it, like we didn't have time. And then the third week there was only two of us there. And so we just said, "Screw it, we're going to do it today." Um, and I am typing in things right now so I can keep track of them, and, and then we'll get started. The idea is that it's draft season. Uh, Adam, which I guess is Colby today, you're representing the Yay. Sony PlayStation. Cliff, <laughs> Cliff you're re- representing Xbox, and Dylan is Nintendo. Uh, we're going to each pick five characters. You can offer a trade after every guy has five characters. Will we see Mario riding a warthog in a Halo crossover? Will Kratos have to save Mushroom Kingdom? Good luck. Uh, someone gets to be able to choose the characters from Resident Evil as <laughs> a, a single character. So that's pretty cool. So let me finish this. We're going to we're gonna read these off. So the, the, the people... Are we... So I I think what we're going to do is first of all I'm going to read off who the characters are. So uh, right. there's Mario, there's Kratos, there's Master Chief, there's Spider Man, there's Dante from the DMC games, there's Mega Man, there's uh, Samus from 
Samus? Samus from Metroid. Samus. Sorry. I, weird to read. Uh, Doom Guy from the Doom Games. Nathan Drake from Uncharted. Yoshi, Ratchet and Clank. Kirby, Ellie and Joel from The Last of Us. Resident Evil, the entire series. And Pokemon. So I think uh, probably the, the right way to do this is we'll, um, we'll snake draft, I would guess. Yeah, we're going to serpentine draft. Yeah. Uh, and... And go that way. Um, it doesn't really matter who goes first, I guess, because we are snake drafting. So uh, based on the order of things, Cole, why don't you go first? So so the idea is you're going to choose a character and then you're going to make a game out of it. What? So you're going to you're drafting five characters to to uh-huh. be in uh, a game your for franchise. your franchise for your console. Um, so you've got to draft some characters and then figure out what game you're going to make out of it. So I'm choosing five no, right now? No, you're choosing one right now. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go with Pokemon. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I am going to choose... Uh, I think I'm going to choose the entire Resident Evil series. Good choice. Dylan? Okay, so you get to choose two. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to go with Ratchet and Clank okay. and Mega Man. Mega Man. Good choices. Okay, so back to me. I am going to choose uh, Doom Guy, I believe. Colby? I'm going to go with Ellie and Joel. Okay, and then you get to pick another one. Oh, um... Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Okay, I am going to choose uh, Nathan Drake. Dylan? I'll go with Mario. Mario. And Yoshi. that, That actually makes a lot of sense. I misspelled Yoshi very badly when I typed it down. Uh, okay, so um, I'm going to choose Master Chief. Colby, you get to choose two, and those are your final two. I'll go with Kirby and Kratos, because I like alliteration. <laughs> and those are your options. Uh, I'm going to choose... What's... What's left? Uh, so I, I chose Samus, so Samus you get Dante. And Dante. Okay. okay, so well, uh, I, I will read off who everyone has. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Colby, you have Pokemon, all of them. I guess you actually got the National all Pokedex. Pokemon. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. <laughs> uh, you have Ellie and Joel from The Last of Us. You have Spider-Man. You have Kirby, and you have Kratos. Uh I have Resident Evil, I have Doom Guy, I have Nathan Drake, I have Master Chief, and I have Samus. And Dylan has Ratchet and Clank, Mega Man, Mario, Yoshi, and Dante, which is uh, is obviously the odd man out. <laughs> yeah, Dante is one of those things is not like the other, and it's Dante. <laughs> yeah, which I will willingly trade him for anything that is not yeah like the other. And so uh, we can we can each make. Uh, make a trade so i guess is i is there anyone you would like to try and trade for colby i don't know i mean 
if I could get Kirby or Pokemon <laughs> for Dante, those would fit into my my franchise a little better than Dante. But if if not, I got an idea. All right, but but my my alliteration. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen, man. <laughs> um, is is there anyone you is there is there someone you want, Colby? No. Okay. Is there no? I've got Pokemon. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what else do you need, really? Uh, I'm actually very, very satisfied with with my list of characters as well. Um, and I guess that just means you're out of luck, Dylan. Sorry, man. <laughs> okay, then my game is going to be a one v five game. It's Dante versus all the cute characters. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so this is like a. Uh, like what's that game that that uh, Vinny plays all the time? Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight. Yeah, it's it's like that. But Dante versus all the good characters. So Dante's trying to murder all of these poor cute characters, and they're trying to escape. Yeah, I I they they do have some uh, they, they do have some attacks. Yeah, they've got so some abilities. Just... Um, I mean the good news too is is like so I guess the question I have is if it's if it's one v so it's one v four. Um, I think it's one be well, yeah. Ratchet and Clank, Clank could be his own character. I guess it's so we'll just go. But, but that's actually my question, though. Is so you've got someone playing Mario, you've got someone playing Yoshi. Can the Mario character ride the person playing Yoshi? Yes. <laughs> How? Do- yeah. So it's actually one v three. It doesn't have to be one v three though. It's actually like Mario Kart, but Dante is chasing them. <laughs> um, I, I love it. You, you have an idea for a game there, Cole? Yeah, no, mine's essentially Pokemon, <laughs> except because uh, uh, he got all the Pokemon. <laughs> except instead of Ash, you have Spider Man, <laughs> and instead of Pikachu, you have Kratos. <laughs> Wait, instead of Pikachu, you have Kratos. Where do is who who is Ellie and Joel in this game? I don't know. They're just off doing. Could their they thing. be the mostly? I just, I just want Kratos slaughtering. Like the Pokemon, Pokemon. can Ellie and Joel? <laughs> like he goes to the gym and it is just covered in blood. <laughs> can Ellie and Joel be uh, team bad guys? Team Rocket uh, is it Team Rocket that are the bad guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they can be yeah. Team Rocket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's Kirby? I don't know what Kirby's doing. <laughs> He's just eating Pokemon. <laughs> His shocked face as Kratos again is slaughtering. Pokemon. I love it. Um, I I'm just making Left for Dead three. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's with a, like a super team. Yeah, it's all the characters from Resident Evil um, being attacked by Doom guy Nathan Drake, Master Chief, and Samus. So you you Samus. <laughs> Samus. It's, no, it's like Samus. Metroid. Metroid it's Samus. Girl. <laughs> it's not the same character. It's Doom Guy. Or it is the same character. It's Samus. It's Doom Guy, <laughs> Uncharted Guy, Halo Guy, and Metroid Girl. <laughs> Versus all of the zombies from every uh, iteration of Resident Evil. And I guess maybe like the the here like the the boss characters in uh, of of this game would be the heroes from the Resident Evil games that got killed and turned to zombies by the Resident Evil zombies. So you go in and you go in and pick which one of my the, the good guy characters you you want to be, and then you have to fight all the all of the zombies and all of the good guys from the Resident Evil series. Solid. 
Sure. It's very solid. Yeah. And I'm sorry I can't say Metroid Girl's name. I apologize. <laughs> uh, oh, you mean Seamus? <laughs> I wanted to pronounce it like Seamus, like you would if she was like Irish. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I don't know how we decide who wins. Um, maybe Eddie decides. Does, is that how it works? Eddie has the, the final vote? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Come to our Discord, uh, com slash Discord, and you let us know who wins. Maybe I'll set up a poll somewhere. Uh, we'll figure something out. So I think that was good. Thank you, Eddie, for setting that up. That was just as goofy as I thought it was going to be. Uh, we're going to wrap up Cheap Free Games uh, this week. Uh, Epic Game Store, you can get Bad North, which is actually really cute. It's like a tower defense game that has these kind of like squidgy little characters and, and you have to, you're essentially defending an Island and everyone and like very Viking esque looking people are coming to try and take over your Island. And it's just all spears and arrows and it looks fun. I, I think that, Oh yeah, that's on, it's on I game think Pass, it might be. It? Yeah. It, it looks good. Yeah. So it's called bad North. You can get on the Epic game store this week for free. Um, speaking of game pass, uh, two, three days ago, they just dumped a ton of games onto it. So, uh, you can get age of empires two definitive edition on the PC. You can get age of wonders, planet fall on the console and coming soon to PC hearts of iron Four cadet edition on PC. You can get Lego, the Ninjago movie video game on the Xbox. Um, rage two came to console and PC. I'm actually really excited to try that. Um, for, for free. free. Yeah, Rage 2 is another one of those games where I'm like, that game looks fun, but it got like solid sevens. I don't know if I want to buy that for $60. So instead of buying it brand new on the Stadia store for $60, I'm going to play it for free <laughs> on Xbox Game Pass. Um, I think you mean buying it for on Stadia for $200. <laughs> valid, very valid. Uh, like we said, Remnant from the Ashes is available. It's very fun. I recommend it. Um, especially if you can find another person to play it with. I think that's a game that you're going to really yeah. enjoy co-op. Um, the Talos Principle is on console and PC. I don't know anything about that, but like... I doubt Yeah, I did it. too, because like the, the cover art's really intriguing looking. I don't... I think it's a puzzle game. I, well, I... Uh, yeah, I think it's from the people who did uh, Swapper. I oh, well, that say. could be. Yeah. Um, and then finally, Tracks the Train Set game, which is absolutely a terrible title it's coming to console and pc but every single person uh mr polite actually came into our chat to say like hey guys don't let this pass you by because the name's terrible it will it will remind you of your childhood playing with train sets it's it's very fun and i looked at it it, actually the the demo or the the video i watched of it looked very cool so if he wanted to remind me of my childhood, it would have been like melting Star Wars figures or lighting them on fire. Your <laughs> childhood um, involved a there's a lot more a fire. lot of more pyromania than the average childhood call. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's okay. Uh, small bite, real fast, so we can we can get this done because we're well over two hours. Uh, do you play Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, Dylan, or is it just your wife that does? Yeah, just her. I've played it. I played it a bit, but my appetite for Animal Crossing will be this the new Switch. Well, game. she'll be probably not super happy to find out that just like Mario Kart has a five dollar month subscription service, uh Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is also getting a presumably five dollar a month paid subscription service. 
Um, of course, because the other ones must be doing so yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there will be two different plans for the subscription service. One plan lets you set a villager as your camp caretaker, and you'll get fortune cookies and the ability to store furniture and clothes in a quote-unquote warehouse. Um, we don't know what those things do. Um, and uh, they, they haven't announced the price or anything, but I, I, I don't like the idea of mobile games having subscriptions like this yeah this honestly could have just as easily gone in troll corner as it could have in uh in yeah. you know uh small bites so did nintendo all of a sudden just go like oh right we like money i i'm worried that like ea and nintendo are gonna like i mean if they didn't dislike each other i like i don't think they dislike each other but like ea doesn't put out games on on no. the switch um, I would be very concerned that there was some sort of like, you know, they they had a consultant. Maybe they hired the same consultant. I don't know. I think that every time an app, like I, there's a, a, an app I use for Instagram that I really like. And they're like, hey, do you want more features? I'm like, yeah, I really would like more features. They're like, yeah, it's two bucks a month. I'm like, I'm not paying $2 a month to make Instagram easier. Can't I just give you $5? Right? I, I would pay How about that? I would pay 5 bucks for that app. I would probably pay 10 because it's really I like some of the things it does. But I'm not paying $24 a year for this stupid Instagram app. Like and I'm certainly not paying $60 a year for Pocket Camp. Like that's just not not something I'm going to do. So I don't know. You guys have anything else before we we wrap this thing up? No, nope. cool. So. Well, you can find us at bitemepodcast.com. You can find us on all the socials at Bite Me Podcast as well. So Facebook, Instagram, Dylan's cat, Gus. Uh, what's what's your cat's uh, Instagram name, Dylan? I don't know. That's not my business. <laughs> Dylan's cat, Gus, has an Instagram. Nobody knows what it is. Um, and that's okay. Like, I mean... Just go go search for it, I guess. Um, it's very adorable. Though. Just go find it. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Bite Me Podcast. Uh, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash bite me podcast and support us. You can also come hang out with all three of us on Discord. Like the three of us are on Discord all the time uh, at uh, bite me podcast dot com slash discord you can actually just uh if you want to donate to our extra life for an extra for a little bit over a month and a half you can actually go to bite me podcast.com slash extra life and help us get it a little closer to our fifty five hundred dollar goal um finally you should listen to colby and i on our other podcast that we're going to start recording again this week maybe next you know, probably probably a new episode next week is what i would say uh it's it's a it's a movie about what happened after the titanic went down and it involves atlantis uh the name of that podcast is omg you've got to watch this check it out um anything else cool nope. dylan bite me bite me, bite me.